0: うん。17 Let us pray. Son, to be the light of Christ, our Lord, who with To his disciples. To sin forgive him And it would he not rather Everything you were told to school class. substitute. And those and very few have was came in very quietly Oh, um. living in the desert. It's measured out to them. And then finally started. She didn't. and she had walked going to turn them down for her but- Oh, that's what you do you okay, until it's time for not hard to do you are an unworthy servant
1: you've only done our duty <sighs> I don't know if any of you, hi there I see some more have come in here. I don't know um, what you would do in that circumstance if you had an assistant who wasn't doing their job. I just don't know what you do in that circumstance. You know, you say directly, you know, I need you to do this and this and this, but sometimes when you have a classroom with 24- and 5-year-olds, you just have to be alert. You have to be... Using your discernment and understanding whether or not a cry out is just pretend play and acting and learning. Or is somebody hurt, you know, or does somebody need assistance? There's a lot of things that we have to pay attention to any kind of job that you do. But especially, you know, when you're watching out for small children um, it's easy to mislead them. What kind of example is that setting when the adults in the room aren't serving those children? You know, that's, that's kind of how we earn respect from each other. You know, that we've got a lot of this going on in our world today, and maybe that's part of the reason why we are where we are. You know, God God considers us like the mustard seed. Just that little bit of faith that the things he asks us to do into carrying out his will. No matter where he plants us, we can make that grow. I'm praying right now for this aide who doesn't seem to understand that. Here she is planted right now in that Christian school with these beautiful children. I just can't tell you how much my heart was so touched today. They all remember me when I come in. And there's one little girl especially that she, actually there were two of them today. They come in and they just want a hug on my neck. They don't want to do anything else. And same thing, just like the assistant Who needed to have some direction. And I have to redirect those children. You know it's wonderful to give hugs to each other. But sometimes we have other things to do. But that little mustard seed of faith. That is planted in there. No matter how small it is. It's still alive and growing. And like a tiny seed. uh, A small amount of genuine faith in God. Will take root and grow. As that faith grows, we also become more and more compelled to serve God in whatever way we can. Whether it's the thing that we think we should be doing or the thing that God tells us we need to be doing. I had a lot of tasks on my plate this morning. Thursday is my day where I try to complete a lot of things. And I like sitting down here with you and talking to you, but, um, today, I really wasn't wanting to go into the preschool, but boy, I'm so glad I did. I didn't realize how much God needed me to feel loved. There's so many out there right now who are hurting and, um, You know whether it's because you become isolated based on the things that are happening in our world today or whether you've lost direction on your path you know God has a purpose for all of us and so this assist that I was filling in for today I'm feeling like maybe she doesn't know what God's will for her is I can't imagine coming to a job and not doing anything. Going on your phone, walking out the door when here are twenty children <laughs> You know, have to have people keeping an eye on them. I'd hate to think that she's leading them into harm. And if that were the case, you know, how do you how do you remove somebody from the situation? You know? so you know she was she was sitting by refusing to help those children whether she did it outwardly or just by inaction um makes me not want to have anything to do with her you know rebuke him i pray that she repents of her inaction so she can come around and be forgiven and we keep forgiving You know, I have some friends right now who are going through some difficult relationship things. And you know how hard it is in a relationship, especially if there's a marriage or a close friendship. And somebody betrays that friendship or that marriage. You know, how many times can you forgive them? How many times can you forgive them for not ever picking up their dirty clothes? You know, but if it's for God, if it's God's will for me to keep doing that laundry and picking it up over and over again, then so be it. You know, there are more important things in this world than dirty laundry. You know, we need to keep our focus on God's will we asked Jesus for healing as I continue in chapter 17 it says that Jesus heals 10 men with leprosy now on his way to Jerusalem Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee as he was going into a village 10 men who had leprosy met him They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God. In a loud voice, he threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. You know, people who had leprosy were required to stay away from other people and to announce their presence if they had to come near sometimes leprosy went into remission if a leper thought his leprosy had gone away he was supposed to present himself to a priest who could declare him clean Um, you can read more about that in leviticus chapter 14. jesus sent the 10 lepers to the priest before they were healed and they went they responded in faith and jesus healed them on the way so is your trust in god so strong that you act on what he says even before you see evidence that it will work you know it's it's really challenging sometimes um, we either have bad habits or we have illness something that we're ready to give up or be healed from but sometimes we don't have the faith that things are going to be healed and I talk about this so this last week um, my daughter had a planned surgery and she's been hoping for this for a while and I guess I worried a little bit my faith was a little bit weak but I'm so amazed so many prayers were answered She went into surgery. The surgery began at 8.15 in the morning. The surgeons were done by 10.45. And she had a major surgery, but she's back home in her own bed by 1 p.m. And I thought I was going to stay with her all week and help her out. And she said, Mom, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. And sure enough, I was fixing dinner for her and the grandkids and her husband. Fixing dinner for everybody. And she's already up and around and walking around after this big surgery. So I'm so amazed at how God is so Good to us. You know, he recognizes all those prayers and that faith. And it was like Jesus was right there saying, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. My daughter had the confidence in God to keep her safe and to heal her. And she's on the mend now. Yep, she's in a little bit of pain. But um, she'll get over that. She'll get past that. Uh, you know, when Jesus healed those lepers, he had healed all ten, but only one of them returned to thank him. It is possible to receive God's gifts with an ungrateful spirit. Nine of those ten men did that we read about here in the Bible, but only the thankful man, the one, however, learned that his faith had played a role in his healing, and only. Christians grow in understanding God's grace God does not demand that we thank him but he is pleased when we do so and he uses our responsiveness to teach us more about him so not only was this man a leper he was also a Samaritan The Samaritans were despised by the Jews as idolatrous half-breeds again Luke is pointing out that God's grace is for everybody but Jesus teaches about the coming of the kingdom of God once having been asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come Jesus replied The kingdom of God does not come with your careful observation. Nor will people say, here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is within you. Then he said to his disciples, the time is coming when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. Men will tell you, there he is, or here he is. Do not go running off after them, for the Son of Man in his day will be like the lightning which flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so also will it be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just like this on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, no one who is on the roof of his house with his goods inside, should go down to get them. Likewise, no one in the field should go back for anything. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever tries to keep his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night, two people will be in one bed, one will be taken, and the other left. Two women will be grinding grain together. One will be taken and the other left. Where, Lord? they asked. He replied, where there is a dead body, there the vultures will gather. So, when we look about this Jesus teaching about the coming of the kingdom of God, I don't remember if this is the one I was studying, but I know I was studying about um, Jesus and the Ascension a couple months ago. And I had the most vivid dream. It was so beautiful. But I looked up into the clouds. I was outside somewhere. And I looked up into the clouds. And there up above, people were pointing up above to the clouds. And there was Jesus in the clouds. And I was so excited. And now this dream seemed so alive and so real. And so my heart just became so full. And I looked up into the clouds and reached up my arms. And next thing you know, I was rising up just like Jesus into the clouds. Just so fast. Just straight up into the air. And I got there face to face with Jesus in my dream. And Jesus, he looked at me, just like I was looking at those kids this morning, you know. It's just, I love you so much. He says, but it's not your time to come with me yet. And so, just as fast as I rose up into that sky there with Jesus, I was pushed back down, straight down, (laughs) right down onto the ground, just standing there and looking up again. And... I was really disappointed because I really wanted to go with Jesus, (laughs) but it just wasn't my time and I understood, but it was just so exciting to see him there. You know, just like those kids today when I came in that classroom, they were all giving me those big hugs and, you know, we missed you, we missed you and it was so hard to say goodbye again, you know, because I had a couple of them that were kind of like, don't go yet. it was my time it was my time to go and i had other things to do including talking to you here today so in this story where jesus was talking to the pharisees they asked when god's kingdom would come not knowing that it had already arrived the kingdom of god is not like an earthly kingdom with geographical boundaries instead It begins with the work of God's spirit in people's lives and in relationships. So today we must resist looking to institutions or programs for evidence of the progress of God's kingdom. And instead we should look for what God is doing in people's hearts. Think about the hearts and minds of people and how we treat each other. Many will claim to be the Messiah, and many will claim that Jesus has returned, and people will believe them. But Jesus warns us never to take such reports seriously, no matter how convincing they may sound. When Jesus returns, his power and presence will be evident to everyone. No one will need to spread the message, because all will see for themselves. Life will be going on as usual on the day Christ returns and there'll be no warning. Most people will be going about their everyday tasks indifferent to the demands of God. They will be as surprised by Christ's returns as as the people in Noah's day were by the flood. Think of all the people. They were all warned. They saw Noah. They made fun of Noah for his preparations. I hope everybody here working on preparations you know we've been talking about county by county and the seven pillars and here I hope we're having our little home church here today but I hope that each of you is finding a way to um, step whether it's with your family or you have a group of friends or maybe even some that you haven't met yet that you invite into your small gathering to study the word after that we talk about homeschooling whatever you can do to keep your children out of what's happened to our school system today you know i was a teacher in the public school for quite a few years and I had to remove myself as it was really hard on me spiritually to be forced to um, keep my mouth shut in some places and um, teach things that I didn't like teaching. It was very different. Um, My first actual, well, when I was a, I started out, I was a teacher's aide I waited to go to college until my children were in school full time. And so when I was working on my um, degree, part of the um, uh, program that I was in said that I also had to, in order to get my um, classes paid for that semester, I also had to have a job and I was able to find a, uh, assistant job in a second grade classroom helping the second grade teacher. So I got my nine at credit hours paid for and um, worked in that classroom. That was a really nice experience. Uh, and I learned a lot because I had a really good mentor in there. But then we moved. And so when we moved, the program wasn't the same there, but I went to you know, go on to classes again. My husband was in the Navy in active duty. And so it was really a challenge to focus and get my degree done. But anyway, um, and then, so I finally, we moved again one more time. I changed schools one more time. And then I filled in in a fourth grade classroom. But then when I finally got hired as a teacher, I got hired to teach algebra (laughs) which was never what i thought i was gonna do but i taught algebra in the public school and this was back to from 2000 to 2004 i was teaching algebra and then i taught biology for a year in a team program Um, and so then fast forward i some things happened to me and then the last three years i was teaching preschool And um, then my life turned around and God just has me following him in all kinds of places and filling in. I've had so many different kinds of jobs. Um, But I think I'm a little distracted right now. (laughs) I forgot where I was going with that. And anyhow, we'll be doing our everyday things, right? And we won't know, but as long as we're, using our discernment and listening and staying in the word um oh yeah i was talking about that homeschooling thing but when i started seeing the things that were happening i also worked in a charter school too and in the charter school i ran the special education department as well as teaching art and remedial math so (laughs) it was all ninth graders um anyway god has put me in so many different places most of the time he's put me with young people all different ages but he's also put me in um, offices you know working as customer service and uh, different um, kinds of positions so wherever you are whatever you're doing whether you're working in a machine shop or whether you're working at a front desk or whether you're you know working on an excel table somewhere um You'll never know until God calls and God shows up. He's just going to take us on some day. And we all look forward to that day coming. But it is his will for us to just have faith that he's going to reveal on his own time, not on ours. That's another thing. So now we plant our gardens. This is another part of the pillars, you know, is the Patriot Gardens. You know, being responsible as much as you can for providing your own food. I have a couple chickens left, and they're getting old, so they don't lay as many eggs as they used to, and I don't have as many chickens as I used to. I only have two now. Um, I have a couple of Easter eggers, but they lay blue eggs. And um, they're a lot of fun, Uh, but it's a responsibility but I know that, um, you know, with the price of eggs right now, I'm thankful that I have these chickens. Cause then I can go out there and I, I get a couple eggs every three days. I get probably three, yeah, about three or four eggs every three days. So that's plenty for just two of us. And my garden, I have I have my grapes and blueberries that are always going strong. And then I'm struggling getting some other um, things going, but maybe that's not God's will for me. Maybe, maybe he just wants me doing something else, but I'm doing my part. I've got some herbs and, you know, the year round thing. I even have some um, of the Japonicus Camellia, which are the plants that you can make homemade tea from. If you like black tea, you know, oolong style, uh, that's the plant that I have in my yard. So. We've made some tea from that. So we can make our own tea. I like tea. So that's a good thing for me. But like I said, life will be going on, you know, as usual on the day Christ returns. There's not going to be a warning. Most people will be going out their Everyday tasks. And so this is where we talk about right work. You know, what are you doing to earn a living? You know, are you... um, or are you having to work in a corporate setting? You know, I worked in a corporate setting. And I understand it's, it's you know, it can be rewarding. But sometimes they have you do things that go against um, God's will. And so it's very difficult when your family is relying on that um, income. It's very difficult to step away from that, you know. And I pray for all those who are challenged in that position being forced to work in that corporate setting I know Um, with that we talk about health and healing Uh, you know some of these corporations even though I live in Florida so even though my state doesn't require the um, you know we don't have the health mandates or mask mandates but some companies that's part of the requirement for staying employed is to um, stick with their mandates so it's time to take charge of our health you know you don't have to comply if it means you have to leave that job that's what you do you know I don't I don't know how how you overcome that, but God will provide. He said he would. And then, of course, informed action. I'm going to be taking a lot of this more locally. Um, In fact, I've got a couple of announcements here for those who are local. I'm in Northeast Florida, and we have some events coming up, and you may have some similar events going on in um, your region, but one of the events that's really... uh, really love to go but i will not be available on this date but um, there is a political leadership school coming up it's something that says how you can become effective in politics and make the politicians do what you want it's taking place on saturday march 25th at 9 a.m and it says here are you respected by politicians Unless you are politically feared, you will not be politically respected. Learn why this works. Learn how you can be feared and respected by politicians in the fight for liberty. This is practical, no-nonsense training built around cutting-edge political strategies and tactics. If you are tired of crony capitalism, corporate handouts, and politicians only looking out for their next re-election... This class might be for you. If you are ready to do something to take back power from the politicians and elites for we the people, you need to attend this class on Saturday, March twenty fifth, 2023 in Jacksonville, Florida. This intense one-day training covers the real nature of politics, why just educating people alone won't result in change, the biggest lie in politics and how the political class uses your convictions against you, how to work effectively at the Capitol, getting a bill sponsor and a roll call vote despite the leadership, and how to put pressure on legislatures. All of our instructors have years of experience putting these principles to work in multiple states. Many have worked on federal, state, and local campaigns, including major presidential campaigns and successful campaigns for US Senate and Congress. They know what works and also what has been proven not to work in getting politicians to vote right. This class will teach you how to turn your passion into effective action to advance liberty. If you're ready to learn how to be effective and feared by politicians, register for this class. And they'll even throw in lunch. So it's going to be at the Holiday Inn Express in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, registration is from 8 30 a.m. to 9 a.m. and the class itself is from 9 a.m. to 5 30 p.m. I believe this came is from the foundation for applied conservative leadership I found it through my freedom local freedom keepers chapter Um, if you're interested in more information I can send you the link So I wanted to put that out there. And then I also wanted to let you know, and I believe this is something going on in every state capital on March 7th, 2023. Um, This is for Health Freedom Florida. It's also in each state, but for Health Freedom. It's from the group Stand for Health Freedom. Um, It says join us for Protect Medical Freedom Day at the Capitol on March 7, 2023. Come by car, carpool, van, or foot, but get there. Um, If you're here in Jacksonville, there is a bus transportation available. The bus leaves at 6.30 a.m. and returns at 3.30 p.m. And it's going, I think it's from Orlando, Naples, Tampa, and Jacksonville. As a ticket price for round trip bus ride, 27.25. You can't beat that, because that's less than a tank of gas. And, um, this is about Senate bill SB 222 and mirrored house bill HB 305. When those pass, it will make legislative history. Florida will be the first state to secure medical freedom into law. So find your legislators. I will, um, put some of these links up for you so that you can find out what your state is doing for this. And, um, but this is what these bills are saying. It's going to be a groundbreaking bill, will make Florida the first state to make vaccination status its own protected class. It will prohibit employers from refusing employment to or discharging, disciplining, demoting, or otherwise discriminating against an individual solely on the basis of vaccination or immunity status, prohibiting the Department of Health from requiring enrollment in the state's immunization registry or otherwise requiring persons to submit to immunization tracking, that's House Bill 213. Prohibiting the state vaccine tracking registry from being shared with the federal government. Cementing into law the ban of vaccine passports. Prohibiting business and government entities from requiring individuals to provide proof of vaccination or post-infection recovery from any disease to gain access to, entry upon, or service from such entities. So this is asking us to join the medical freedom movement. Like I said, um, you probably have a local chapter of your freedom keepers who um, can guide you who to talk to um, in your state but I can send you the links for the Florida one, and I think it is connected to some of the other states. So I can put those out there later today. Um, But I just wanted to fill you in on that. Uh, I don't know how active your Freedom Keepers group is in your area, but maybe you have another group that's active. And I think um, it could be really important to um, join in with that as part of your informed action there locally. And then finally, um, we can talk about uh, the last pillar, the seventh pillar, energy independence and conservation, just being a good steward and being mindful of, you know, being able to run your household independently of having to rely on government agencies to provide everything for you. You know, maybe it's solar panels, maybe it's some kind of generator, but anything that we can do to um, increase our energy independence and knowledge on that. Uh, I don't know uh, if anybody haven't done this yet, so I'm not very good at it, but I didn't know if anybody was interested in sharing anything. If anybody wanted to call in, I do have the call in open. I just don't know. I haven't done it yet myself on my computer, so (laughs) bear with me. Um, I'm still learning how all of this works. But I am going to be – I don't know if it's going to start next week, but I think next week I may be adding a little bit of – time into my time with you out here but a lot of it's going to be focused more locally uh i really want to yeah christian in training i see that you'd like to call in Um, go ahead and i'm going to look for where it says that you're calling if you want to call in go ahead oh there we go okay invite there we go
2: hey can you hear me
1: now I can hear you. Yeah, can everybody else hear Christian in training. Hi there.
2: Hey, uh, I just figured I'd call in.
1: Thank you. You're my first call in. <laughs>
2: yeah. But I think what you're doing is really good. Uh, that you're able, well, to, thank able you. to do.
1: Thank you for that. So what are you doing locally? What state are you in?
2: Oh, I live in Missouri. I live in McDonald County. Uh, sorry, I'm on my Bluetooth headset.
1: Yeah, you sound like me the other night. Right, Cole? <laughs> Cole probably laugh at that. Um, yeah. And so... Have you started doing anything to prepare for more um, independence? Are you doing anything like home church yet or?
2: Um, I'm
0: sorry
2: <laughs> I read it. I go over to my mom a while and we read it because where there's two or more the Word of God. Yeah. Oh uh I do that man. I find the church. I was this last Sunday for one. Propane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ended up sleeping in because of it, but I it's is is gonna be better. <laughs> Sorry,
1: like I said, I missed it. Yeah. Well, I wish I could hear you better. (laughs) But we'll work on this. We'll work on the reception and things. But it sounds, yeah. You know, that's the thing with home church. You can do it at any time on any day. You don't have to follow a, a schedule, you know. But it is it is great to have others. Um, we can learn from each other so much too. You know, it's it's difficult if you're new to the faith or new to reading your Bible. There's a lot of folks that aren't experienced at all with um, reading the Bible. They're used to somebody else telling them, "Okay, this week this is what we're going to talk about." And you know, if you're in a good church, they may be focused. On the message you know I focused on the words but there are a lot of churches out there that are putting focus on something else you know and and so this is why it's so important to um, start you know reading those pages yourself you know yeah but I thank you very much for calling in and being my first caller is there anything else that you want to share with us today
2: love you all thank you all so much for this. Giving and uh, God bless all of you
1: oh God bless you too thank you so much and I'll put you in the prayer so that um, and what's your, what's your first name do you want to share it or do you have to keep it
2: So <laughs> uh, it keeps cutting it out on me
1: I know I know it's good to hear your voice though
2: Whatever. whatever, and uh, I'm going to call in, because uh, this is really hard trying to catch what you're Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it was really nice getting a chance, like I said, to hear your voice. Um, I don't know if anybody else would like to call in, too. Is there anybody else that wants to call in? has come on cole you can call in if not anybody okay well if nobody else wants to call in um it's almost the top of the hour here and so i guess Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Christian training. We'll, we'll work on that sound. Um, but, uh, I found I had to take my headphones and go park in a parking lot that was close to a tower (laughs) and then they worked. (laughs) But in any case, um, let's go ahead and, and say a prayer. Holy and righteous God, we come before you in deep humility We confess that we are sinners, both by the nature we inherit and by the sinful thoughts and desires, words and actions that nature produces. Because of our sins, we deserve only your wrath and punishment. Yet, you reveal yourself not only as a God of holiness and justice, but as a God of mercy and love. Despairing of our own merits and worthiness, in response to your gracious invitation, we come pleading, For your forgiveness Lord have mercy on us for your holy name's sake you have revealed your love and mercy for us sinners in Jesus Christ your son our Savior you sent him into our world to be the atoning sacrifice for the sins of all people help us grasp by faith the great truth that the pain and suffering the mockery and ridicule the death and punishment we endured should have been ours Help us understand that incomprehensible love he suffered and died for us. Lord, have mercy on us for Jesus' sake. Let us reflect on our sins. Praise our Savior for the forgiveness he has won for us. And ask God's continued grace to remove any doubt that we are forgiven. God of grace and mercy, may your spirit continue to be with us as we follow the way of the cross As we contemplate the story of our Savior's passion, build us up in our faith. Renew us in the zeal to serve you by reflecting your love in our lives. Give us the desire and the ability to boldly proclaim the grace in which we stand, so that all for whom you lived and died may join us in fellowship now and in your presence forever. Lord, thank you for answering prayers for health and recovery for those who have been ill. I ask, Lord, that your Holy Spirit bring joy into the hearts of those who are experiencing sadness and bring wisdom to those seeking discernment. Help us to do your will in all we endeavor so that we bring glory upon your name. We offer our humble thanks and praise, our prayers and petitions, and ourselves in body and spirit to you, Lord God. Hear us according to your promise for Jesus' sake. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. And I also ask that you be with Christian in training and help him as he grows in his faith. And all those of you who are listening I pray for you. I have you in my prayers. And again, I ask these of our Father in heaven. Amen. Well, I just see a note here. I'm so excited. I know Mega. Um, he's busy, so he says he could. But he's got a car. You got a car, Mega. You're not driving your dad's anymore, huh? <laughs> oh, okay. I'll let you come in. Here. Here.
2: What's up, guys? Are you
1: there? Oh, there you are. Yeah. What oh, good news!
2: Uh, yeah, so you can hear me just fine, right?
1: Yeah, you're fine. Nice and clear.
2: So, yeah, I just had a car and stuff like that. And I don't really have anything to say. I just wanted to call in and say hi.
1: That's OK. Caller number two. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come on so now. If yeah, if anybody's wondering, my you know, just formally, uh, you know, it's, you know, my first and last name is Paul Harpell. So if anybody wants to refer to me and say, Hey, Mr. Harpell, you know, I'm right here. So, so I don't even care if my name is out there. I'm already on a list anyway. So,
0: <laughs> you know. so yeah, but yeah.
1: Okay. Are those helicopters right. flying over you yeah. too. I know every night when we get on, if I'm at home, I, I, I live in a nice little house on a nice little piece of land with nice little neighbors, but just what maybe a quarter mile down the street is on one direction of block over is the hospital known for where they send all the um, bullet wound victims and, oh, yeah. um, and the people who have overdosed on drugs. <laughs> and so out on the corner out here there's a Dunkin' Donuts right across, you know, on my corner, there's a Dunkin' Donuts. And then right across is that hospital. And so all the addicts hang out at that um, Dunkin' Donuts so that when they need Narcan, all they do is walk across the street and they get a free meal and their Narcan so they can go use drugs again. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, <laughs> not
2: really that wonderful.
1: No. And so the helicopters are always flying overhead because there's somebody hiding in the ditch in the stream that's a block over the other direction. So.
2: Uh, <laughs> sounds like California. Like so that's happening in Florida and that's happening in California.
1: Yeah. Is it sounds like Skid Row. It's a Jack head. said. Yeah.
2: It's probably here as well. Like every, every state probably has something like that, unfortunately. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, the city of Jacksonville where I live is the 12th largest city in the U.S. By land, by square miles though, it is the largest city in the U.S. It's spread way, way out. So, uh uh we've got some issues here in the government so hopefully i'm going to get some more focus on that here um, because of all this local stuff and punky she's in the chicago area yeah in chicago i've got relatives there so i i get it totally punky it's kind of scary visiting there yeah and so anyhow thank you cole for calling in and um anything else i need to cover any other anything else? Did I forget anything? Well, I love you all so much, and I'm so glad you joined me today. Um, and I just pray that you have blessings on your day. And so, so call any last words. I don't have any music set up. So I'll just play you the stock music today. Yeah, I was in a hurry to get back home because I had to fill in. I'm just praying that that stuff works out. Yep. So God bless you all. I'll just play some funky little stuff here in the music. I don't know which one. Oh, we'll do some peaceful praise. And I thank God for every one of you. And I pray that each one of you finds your purpose and um, your calling in all that God has blessed you with and that you too can um, listen to his will for you in your life. May you all be blessed. Thank you so much for being here.